let's get right to Janet Alvarez, executive editor, Wisebread. Janet, thanks so much for being with us. So what are you making of the recent market action? I know you have a few picks for our portfolio. I see some energy names in here, uh, big tech, and uh, the, the, the house of Disney. I don't even know what to say. What is it? That Mickey Mouse house. Uh, but the, before we get to some of the picks, I do want your big picture on how the market is trading and how it's evaluating, you know, Russia, Ukraine, rate hikes and the volatility. Well, you know, Russia, Ukraine have been a big contributor to volatility in the markets overall for the past few weeks. So any sense of reprieve in the possibility of warfare or open conflict, at least, um, is going to have a very salutary effect on the market, which is what you're seeing today. You're seeing the market taking a deep breath and breathing out. <laughs> That's why we're seeing everything in the green. Um, the question is, how long, you know, how long will that persist? And will the volatility return um, to a large extent when we get better indications from what the Fed is going to do at, at its FOMC meeting in March? Um, and my gut sense is that the FOMC is paying close attention to the volatility in the markets and probably isn't going to raise rates 50 basis points all at once, and it'll be much more gradual. Nonetheless, I think you can continue to expect this sort of skittishness in the market for months to come. What I will say is that I think this year can be divided essentially into two halves. During the first half of the year, the big story will be the Fed, what the Fed is going to do, inflation. I think inflation is going to naturally subside in the second half of the year. Uh, and if it doesn't, then the Fed, Fed's actions certainly will help it subside. So I think that what I would recommend investors look at in the first half of the year is going to be significantly different from what we do in the second half of the year, the first half being much more inflation and Fed focused. So the first half, it sounds like you're talking about inflation, defensive plays, and maybe you'll move more to growth and be a little more aggressive in the back half of the year, which means that ultimately, I'm guessing that you think that, and you tell me, by the end of the year, you think things will move higher, trickle higher, you know. Um, is that right, pretty much? I think they will trickle higher. And I was listening to a conversation you were having just a moment ago about cryptocurrencies. I think the other big source of volatility and the other big question this year is uh, whether the SEC or regulatory agencies are finally going to take a stance on the regulation of crypto. And that could introduce significant volatility in the short to medium term in the second half of the year. Um, otherwise, yeah. I would expect somewhat lower growth in the second half, but also somewhat lower volatility. Okay. Ah, I see. So let's go through some of your picks. Before I get to the names in the commodities, I wanted to take a look at Apple. That's certainly a favorite of folks. A lot of people are invested. What are your thoughts on how to do this one? So, I mean, I think Apple is just an easy pick. You know, it has um, done very well despite the supply chain constraints we've been facing over the past year or two. Um, there continues to be strong demand for um, Apple Web, you know, a lot of its web services. There just is a strong demand for Apple products in general. It's become so ingrained in our lives and in our households that it's difficult to, to disentangle ourselves from Apple, and that has shown in its earnings. I think will continue to show this year. So Apple is just an easy pick. The other is Disney, which I think also surprised to the upside earlier this year. And I think that it is a continuing reopening. Disney is still reopening um, traffic to its parks, still hasn't returned to pre-pandemic levels. In fact, it's nowhere near that, but probably will. Mm -hmm. And they also have inflation purchasing pricing power that they haven't yet implemented. 
Disney can easily right. uh, continue to raise prices at its parks as part of the reopening play. And I think it can charge more too um, for Disney plus streaming services. We've seen that Netflix has been able to raise yeah. prices without any consequence. Disney can probably take advantage of the same. So when you do these picks, right, Apple and Disney, these are two great American companies, right? Apple has products that everybody wants. Disney, you still think, has room to grow on the reopening, on, us, you know, endless streaming. Do you see 10 percent, 20 percent? When you make a pick, you know, do you have targets? Do you say, well, look, I think it, it's going to go up at least X percent in the next 12 to 18 months or three years? What's your timeline? So I'm, you know, I'm looking really at over the next year or so, and I'm looking for it to sort of beat what the average returns will be in the market. So generally speaking, I'm looking at picks that should have returns in the 15 to 20 percent range or so, mm -hmm. uh, and that's okay. what I hope to see through the rework with the data. Yeah, and then we'll get to Exxon and BP and Freeport MacMoran. Tell me about those three. In the world of commodities. So Freeport yeah. So, I mean, commodities in general are wonderful inflation plays, we all know. And Freeport MacMoran, yeah. particularly because of its copper mining. Um, copper, of course, being particularly scarce or being supply chain issues around copper this year. So, um, a bet on Freeport MacMoran is a bit bet on inflation, a hedge against inflation, rather, um, and a bet on, on copper. So, that's uh, a recommendation there. Exxon Mobil, BP, really many of the major oil and gas companies um, reflect, again, an inflation hedge, but also reopening and also um, general underlying demand continuing to be robust and becoming more robust over the course of the year. And there's also a global geopolitical story behind these two. If Ukraine and Russia tensions continue to mount, then you'll see oil and gas prices continue to be elevated. So these are very natural stories. All of these picks, mm -hmm. I think, are companies that many investors are fairly familiar with and fairly comfortable with. Um, which is why I thought they'd make good picks because they're stocks that we know, they're stocks that we understand. Uh, there's nothing esoteric here, um, which yeah. is, I think, comforting during a period of high volatility. Right, right, without a doubt. It's nice to see you, Jana. Thank you so much. Good to chat with you today with your picks and market outlook as well. Thank you, Jana Alvarez of Wisebread. Thank you.